Alright everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Art Vance. This week is a special episode, it's like a whole conglomeration of voices, you know, from the guests we've had this season, but all focusing in on one theme, courageously creating. I believe the Lord right now is speaking to artists, creatives, entrepreneurs, innovators, um about creating something brand new, something that's fresh. There's a fresh blueprint from God, whether it's a script that God's calling you to write, a song he's calling you to not just write, but record it, and not just record it, but publish it, put it out there, you know, with the the grace and the anointing of the Lord. Uh, There are windows in time, and one of those windows in time uh, we see in Exodus where uh, the Lord filled Bezalel with the Spirit of God for craftsmanship, and skillful artistry to do an assignment. You know, there was an assignment released to Bazalel in the times of Moses. And in that time, he was able to be brilliant and excellent at what he did. But it was in response to the call of God. It was in response to the assignment. And it was also by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I believe, my friends, God speaking to you, to me, to so many others about courageously creating at this time. Sometimes we don't feel like it, um, but there isn't. When there's an assignment, there's the whispers of God that continue to coach us and bring us into alignment, in into our assignment, and into a sense of uh, brilliant joy around creating. So enjoy this episode. It's going to be a uh, real mix of different voices that we've been blessed and honored to have on Artvance in this first season. Um, So yeah, I look forward to hearing from you. Let me know what bounces out at you at the most. Um, And please remember to connect on Facebook and all those places because I want to journey with you as you take your place in the arts industry uh, with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the grace of the Lord upon your life. Uh, And that is all that you need is a passion for God, his anointing, his grace on you and a passion to be excellent at what you do. And God is going to breathe on that. So enjoy this episode, guys, and we will see you soon. So the first segment we're going to hear uh, regarding courageously creating is from Roma Waterman, who talks about her journey of writing. And it's really exciting. I really love the way she explains this. And I think it's actually a just a probably a practical tip that you can actually practice in your daily life uh, to value your story more and also to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you and highlight things in your life internally that could be holding you back. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy this quick segment from Roma. And, you know, writing, I'm doing a lot of writing. So uh, part of my uni course we had to choose an area of focus where we had to work on the heart and strangely it turned into me writing a novel and the novel is about this girl called Zamar which means song in Hebrew and she actually goes to this land called the land of Zemra which means heart in Albanian and it's really her journeying through the lands of her heart and 
what happens to you. You know, you receive a call, then you might go to, um, you know, the castle lands, which is where the busyness of life is. Everyone's building their own castles, you know, and then it's all about going deep and going high and the wastelands that we experience, the cave seasons, and then the battle for the sons and the daughters. Like once you receive what God has for you and you understand your calling, you have to fight for others. So don't ask me how that came out of my brain. I am just like, what is going on? My brain is like this. I feel like it's got a hundred things going on, but it has been, I'm not saying it's going to be great or not, but the journey of my own heart in writing this, like writing about yourself and the journey of your heart in third person makes you address things that maybe you wouldn't have addressed before. So there's been times when I've been writing this story, thinking it's a story going, oh, hang on a minute, I need to do some time with the Lord now and <laughs> think about what I just wrote. Yeah. So that's kind of made me go, I'd love to teach other people to do this, create their own heart map. So there's a course coming as well where I'm going to teach people to do this themselves. So there you go. Welcome to the life of my brain. There's a wow. lot going on. <laughs> that's incredible. I think, you know, that's just you're obviously gifted by the Lord with a prolific grace for creativity. Yes. Um, and, and you don't just do one thing. And that's the thing about the arts is so, so many times uh, people, even inside the arts, but outside the arts want to box you into a lane and say, oh, well, they what's do. your lane? And, yeah. and I, I just feel like we're coming into a time where we're going to see a lot more fruitfulness from people who have got their hands in a few different pies yes. because those pies are somehow connected to that person's identity. Yes. Um, and that person's sense and I, of Yeah. And I just think, you know, people listening to this do away with the narrative of what um, your industry says it's supposed to look and sound like. You know, when I was in my 20s and had record companies chasing after me and I was doing showcases and signing, I thought that was all amazing and exciting. But I can tell you now, it was nowhere near as fruitful as the life I'm living now. And um, that doesn't make sense. I'm 51. I'm maybe 20 kilos heavier than I was back then. I don't look the part, I, but it doesn't matter. God doesn't look at those things. He just wants an open and a willing heart. How good is that for all of us, right? You know, we can be measuring ourselves to so many standards, but when we go on a journey of hearing from the Lord, from healing from the Holy Spirit regarding our own journey, our own map, um, and mapping that out in the third person, I just thought that was so interesting as a storyteller, I find that so interesting and so encouraging. So amazing stuff. Um, so the next people we're going to hear from is Lucas and Curtis Nkotra. Now, this episode was loads of fun, all about creating world-class short films. But have a, have, just have a listen to the wisdom in this little segment right now. How's it been making um, kind of mainstream content has there ever, have you ever had people push back and say, wait a minute, you're Christians, you should be creating all Christian content. Um, mm. And if that has happened, how have you responded? Mm, yeah. Good question. So I feel like we haven't had too much of that response, which is good. Um, but definitely it's a thought that that we think, and we, we, we don't do it lightly. Like we, we ask God, like what, what are we here to do? Mm. And we started by making what we'd call more overt, um, short films with the, with the messages is definitely more like um, the moral of the story is a clear Christian moral or it's it points you to God. And I think there's places for overt and covert 
stories Come on. where there's the the overt is still a great thing it doesn't have to be preachy over it doesn't have to be like cringe it can still take people on a journey from where they're at to a moral perspective mm. um, which is has a great place and that's what we were doing with our church short films in when we started making films we made like 15 of those and then we were like you know what some of the best films genre pieces stories of characters that people connect to all around the world um we need a place to tell stories from god's perspective that isn't has a, has like a twisted under undercurrent um and we just want to be able to tell those stories in a way that still glorifies god that has a more subtle you know moral to the story mm. but um has all the elements of like a film that everyone would enjoy yeah. so i think both play a big role and right now we're having so much fun making more genre pieces and like stuff that is just it doesn't need to have a christian audience because we want to reach out to the lost we want to just have an audience of people that that love the art and and don't need the message always straight away we definitely have like a few overt like projects in our hearts coming up as well which is really exciting um but yeah Yeah, i think it it, we're not like ditching the the overt for the covert i think they both always should should be at play yeah and i think that's like been how we've seen filmmaking since we were younger um it's just always just like bled through our our art i guess and because we strongly believe like how much art imitates life and if you make if you're making a false statement about life that it's all perfect in a fairy tale and or like no one no one's um there's there's no sin or there's no swearing or there's like you know what i mean it's like faking a fake um image of what life is but really what we want to do is show god coming in and touching this world this broken world come on i love it yeah so this just reminds me really um really clearly that we see people throughout the bible that had a direct assignment from god and other people around them did not agree with that assignment did not find that it reflected their faith or reflected their own religious notions or obligations guys it's so important that we follow the grace of the lord on our lives follow the assignment he's given you because he's going to ask you to do things that he has graced you to do other Christians will not feel the same grace, permission, or authority to go to that sphere. So it's so important to remember to honor the Holy Spirit's guidance in your life, honor the Holy Spirit's counsel in other artists' life. Other people will feel the grace and the anointing and the permission and the authority from God to, to work in certain spheres of the industry that you do not feel the grace to function in. And we just need to stay true to the counsel of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to jump into the next segment for this amazing episode. Our next segment is coming from Nathaniel Oliveri, the CEO and founder of Normal Christian Life, uh, who's going to drop a pearl of wisdom into the creative hearts listening to this podcast. So tune in and I'll brief with you afterwards. Mm. And I saw that he had this 10-minute video just talking to his church congregation, but I realized if this story could be told and presented in, in, in a specific way, it could really impact even more people. And and we reduced that story to just a few words. Man almost dies of COVID-19. Then God sends a cleaner. Simple, yeah. powerful, profound. We we got his permission, cut a 10-minute video down to six minutes, really made sure it, it, it told that story the best it could, although it was very simple. And we saw that one video alone reach 45 million people. We saw 1 million people share this video over, I, I think it was 80,000 comments on this video. 
Mm. And for me to see over a million people boldly share this story of, mm. of like what Jesus did on their Facebook page, just powerful evangelism. But it was a story well told. And that's that at the heart of that, it wasn't like some of the stuff we put out has great production value. That's always good. We wanted we want to hone in our art. Mm. Sometimes we can get distracted by, you know, the the uh, frivolous details at the expense of the heartbeat of that story. And yeah, so there you go. You can we can get very lost in the details and the steps and trying to uh, make things appear well. But if we lose the heartbeat of the story, we we won't have the substance impact that we're supposed to have or our art form supposed to have or you know your story so just take a moment even now if you're driving if you're working out if you're laying down listening to this podcast um, take a moment to think about what is your story because one thing that i really value and cherish about nathaniel and the ministry of the normal christian life is it's moving right away from that corny stereotypical way of sharing the gospel through media and entertainment into a place of really freshly capturing the power of story because that's something everyone can relate to as soon as we tell stories we are engaging the heart of people without any uh without the um the hurdles and the um the offenses of having an agenda and that's so powerful and i really want to encourage you to value your story to cherish your story uh, because that is what's going to speak to the hearts of people and i was having a chat with a chaplain a friend of mine who's also a screenwriter um, and we were talking about how jesus communicated to the hearts of people through parables through stories through riddles through these things that bypass the intellect and go straight to the human heart and and story is something that people are so drawn to today and and some people would argue addicted to today but i don't think it's an addiction i think it's a signpost that people are hungry for a different narrative they're searching for another story that's going to be redemptive that's going to give them a different angle or a different perception and and we have such an amazing opportunity right now as storytellers as people who are artists as people who are crafting and creating uh that when you create you have the opportunity to tell a story that tells story of love to interact with the human heart in a way that where God can speak to them powerfully so that was an amazing point that was made on the interview with Nathaniel Oliveri now we're gonna hear about courageously creating from our latest episode of Art Vance with uh, Brian Dirksen who discussed the balance between valuing the old songs and the old works and the old ventures we went on with God as well as courageously pushing forward for the new things that haven't appeared yet. So let's jump into that. So it's that balance, right, of, of, of saying there's still there's there's some value in some of the older stuff, but there's it's incredibly important to keep on creating. And and I actually, you know, previewing what you're doing with art fans on your podcast i love the fact that you are trying to encourage people in all of the arts in film um you know in in different types of art form to say hey let's let's stay creative let's stay let's keep leaning into telling the story of love and inspiring people in different art forms and and i want to keep doing that in the art form that that works for me which is songs though you know speaking of film and stuff we are we are working on a musical too that we may become a mini series may become a film too so you know but it's it's song based too right so it's i guess it's still that at its root 
One thing this really bounces out to me during that little segment of Brian Dirksen's is that there's actually no containment on you in terms of creativity and and artistry because God did not put a, a containment on you in time. You know, Brian's talking about the songs he wrote in the late 80s, early 90s, and still refining them and, and redoing them and how powerful that is. Um, so there's no containment of time. There's no containment of um, of ability. There's no containment of even genre or, or medium. Uh, you know, he s- says about songs is his main area, but short films and series might emerge because songs are another form of storytelling. And visual art is also a form of storytelling. And mentoring artists is a is a, is a way of telling stories. So we're going to jump to our next segment with Wes Leak, who's going to talk to us about prayer. It's a musical proclaiming a strategy called Two Chairs by a guy called Bob Bodine, which is a very simple thing. He's just making sure... You know, you had that daily time with God that is a conversation with him. It's not you sitting down and rattling off, these are all the things I'm praying for today. It's actually saying, okay, God, what's on your heart for me today? Mm-hmm. And and that that is a real shift in a mindset because it's, okay, God, what do you want to accomplish? Like I, I know what I want to accomplish, but God says that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our ways you know, our thoughts. So it's like, how do I get God's thoughts? Well, you need to ask him that. And and I can tell you, I can tell you a funny story about this. So I was, simple. Um, I, look, you know, this is not rocket science. Yeah. You know, this is, it's just not, you know, I, I even got to the situation before coming to a meeting. I often sit down and say, okay, God, what's on your heart for this meeting? And I can remember because it was like I, I was actually running early for a meeting one day, which is very unusual for me. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Uh, but but I was I was like 15 minutes early. Some something happened and I was early. And so I was sitting in the car thinking, what am I going to do for the next 15 minutes? And God said to me, Well, why did you have a two chairs tied with me? You know, so it's just, so like often in the car, I pictured Jesus is in the the passenger seat and him and I are having this conversation. And uh, I said to him, um, What's on your heart for this meeting? He said, I want you to raise homeschooling. I said, well, that's that's not on the agenda today. That's nothing to do with the agenda today. And, um, but I, I couldn't flag, you know, anyhow, I went into this meeting and it wasn't my meeting. It was somebody else's meeting and I was there attending. Um, but at the end, um, the guy that we were meeting said, is there anything else you want to raise? And I said, yeah, I want to talk about homeschooling. <laughs> anyhow, long story short, that led to that organisation connecting with another person. They signed a, a million dollar contract around that. That was all because God dropped homeschooling. Now he didn't give me details. One word. That's all it took. And and I love how Wes says there. It's he didn't give me details. He didn't give me the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth step. He just gave me one word. And Wes, uh, you know, having the intimate relationship with God that he has, trusts that, hey, God, you're the boss. You don't have to answer to me. You don't need to explain this to me. I'm going to follow you. And then obviously that led from one thing to the next and bore amazing fruit. So I know sometimes we can think we need the courage to come from the place of feeling prepared and strategically planning and things like that. And whilst all those things are amazing, um, you know, and that, that benefits us on so many levels. It develops us. Um, but a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. 
Now, one thing I used to think about that scripture in, in Proverbs 16 is a man plans his way, but the Lord just wipes those plans out of the water. And, you know, on some occasions he does and he needs to, and that's understandable. But um, a man plans his way. You know, there's a diligence there. Okay. We plan our way. That's a diligence thing, but we have to be holding it lightly enough to realize, God, you're going to direct the steps. You're going to articulate every single step as I go through this plan. Some of this plan I have isn't going to work. Some, so it's 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 really an amazing process of um, understanding that God has sometimes one step for us to take notice of, one step, one word to drop into a conversation, and it can lead to so many huge things because God knows what is going on on the bigger picture, and we are a piece of the puzzle. We are one member of the body uh, when there's so many other things that are moving and shaping uh, the present and the future. So that is all I have for this week, Uh, but I think there was a whole feast that we could take from this episode today on courageously creating, and I want to ask you to to go away and plan what am I going to courageously create you might already, you might already know you might be actually facing a mountain and having come so far just be like I don't have the courage or the strength to go up that mountain uh, but I just want to encourage you my friend that God is the author of courage he's the author of your way he's the author of the path in front of you and he will not leave you or forsake you and it is a really amazing opportunity right now to courageously create so guys bless you heaps keep shining bright and i'll see you next time on art bits so this was a really special episode to share with you from a few different voices i could have thought of another five or six guests that we could have heard from because i know on every single episode where we've been blessed with a guest on the show there's been so many pearls of wisdom from people's journey imparted to us uh, but we simply just didn't have time to put it together this week so thank you for tuning in to Art Vance continue to connect with us through Facebook and through Instagram and let's continue to as Brian Dirksen would say continue to lean in and tell the story of love because that is why God created artwork and creativity because he wants you to, uh, to tell the unique Uh, expression of the story of redemption and love through your own life, through your own art form. See you next time on Art Vance.